We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Super Draft Show. It's a lineup building show on the new site, superdraft.com.io. The password or the promo code is Grinders if you want to build a lineup with me and Genie for 07. Grant, what's up, man? My password on the site is password123 so that I can remember it. That's the end of my intro. Yeah, that's a solid password. Isn't that everybody's password? Like It should be. But we're going to have some fun. We'll answer some questions as we're going. Um, I honestly, I, I, I signed up for a Super Draft yesterday. And so I've been playing around with it. I played around with it a little bit last night. Built a lineup, um, you know, kind of like a first draft type cash lineup over there. Um, so we're going to be building some lineups. We'll build some tournament teams, maybe a, you know, safety, like maybe a first draft Wednesday, like safety lineup. But um, we'll build whatever you guys want. Like if you know this show, we'll be doing these shows every Wednesday. Uh, Super Draft is a very interesting format where it gives. It's not a salary cap format. It's it's like a multiplier type format. So it's you know we'll we'll get into that here in just a few minutes. So if you haven't already, check out SuperDraft.io. Um, promo code Grinders. That way you get the the deposit bonus of ten bucks once you make your first deposit over there. So do that um grant what, what what do you want we didn't really talk pre-show we're just going to kind of wing the first one um we want to start with like a safer type cash build i mean i don't think it really matters the difference between cash builds and non-cash builds are likely going to be just taking lower owned guys so over on super draft if you aren't familiar with the format there's different multipliers for every single player so everyone accrues points but instead of salary you can throw in any player you want and they get multiplied based on their multiplier and so the safer cash game build, while generally in normal sites, is going to be taking a guy like Pat Mahomes at your quarterback because you know that he's going to consistently on a week-to-week basis going to get 25, 26 points. But over on Super Draft, you, if you can get a 2x guy that's consistently going to get 13 to 20, it offers you a higher floor and a higher ceiling. So the cash game build is kind of interesting. It's more not finding a floor ceiling. It's more about finding just straight up value that will even out over the long term of your lineup. So one guy on your team may be a 2x multiplier, may only get five points. They may also have another 2x multiplier there is going to get 20 points in the equivalent of 40. Yeah, so like, let's start with quarterback. Well, let's start with a – let's just do like a super floor Wednesday build type lineup. You know, we're – Still very early in the week on Wednesday. Our lineups are obviously going to change. It's not going to probably be what we end up with. But, you know, you mentioned it. Patrick Mahomes, he's the he's the guy up top, but he's 1x. And I feel like he's going to be 1x most weeks. But we start to scroll down a little bit. Like, for tournaments, uh, you know, when we get in the tournament builds, there's some interesting plays. But one of the guys that stand out to me in cash um, was Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. They're both 1.5x. We know that both of those guys are going to be consistent. Is there a guy that was kind of standing out to you in cash, um, you know, that, you know, you're looking at week one? Uh, I think the guy is Matthew Stafford. Uh, Realistically, going up against Arizona has a full 2X multiplier. It's either him or Jared Goff. Both of them have 2X multipliers. Both of them are pretty safe for 16 to 20 points here. So you get a massive amount of upside and a pretty massive floor because likelihood of them going – under 10 points is very unlikely in this type of matchup here 
the over-unders in the games are set high enough where you can expect them to accrue points. If you don't want to go with them and you want to go with a little bit more upside, a little bit more unknown, Kyler Murray is sitting there at 1.65 multiplier. And we don't know exactly what's going to happen with him. So he could be great. He could be terrible. We don't know. But his running upside is high. His actual upside is high. And when you get the 1.65 multiplier in there, he can absolutely crush. Or if you just want to go balls out for tournaments, Jacoby Brissett it with a 2x multiplier. We don't know how he's going to do it. LA, or the Chargers are without Darwin James. So their secondary is a little bit lacking there. So Brissett could be in for a big day. All right. So for a cash build, I totally overlooked Jared Goff. Um, yeah. We all do. I, I didn't. Yeah. I, it took me like twenty looks through to finally find him, and I saw that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so, silly. Something that I might be doing with Super Draft already, you know, will be maybe going game by game and trying to like find, like, highlight my value plays like right off the bat, and like Jared Goff two X. Let, let's just lock him in here. Um, going up against Carolina, we know that secondary is, you know, very middle of the road um running back uh, obviously with the the Zeke Elliott news coming out that he's supposed to sign um you know that takes away one of the value guys that we we're potentially looking at on here but we have a road favorite um Baltimore with Mark Ingram at 1.9x remember this is a half point PPR site but you get bonuses Grant for over 100 yards um re- receiving and rushing so um Who's standing out? Did I miss somebody already at 2X at running back as well? There's Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny. Like, there's not a whole lot of 2X. You don't immediately go for the 2X. Quarterback's the easiest one to find a 2X guy because generally quarterbacks like Rashad Penny could end up with four points. Quarterbacks, almost every single one of them across the league are generally going to end up with 10. Like, any given week, unless it's a terrible matchup, they'll end up with 10 points here. So quarterbacks where you definitely look for the 2X one. Running backs where you look for a little bit more value. And you mentioned Mark Ingram. He's absolutely one of the top plays. 1.9X multiplier here is really high. Outside of him, like if you're looking for a high multiplier guy, which gives you a high ceiling, I prefer Devonta Freeman. Going up against Minnesota, not the greatest matchup in the world, but we know his potential touchdown equity. May not get the 100-yard bonus here and the two-point bonus, but you don't really need that as much with the 1.9 multiplier. He can get receptions. He can do it both what do it both out of the backfield and in the reception game. 1.9 is a massive multiplier here. And if you're going to go slightly off the board without Melvin Gordon there, Eckler is at a 1.75 multiplier going up against Indy. They're probably going to be ahead. They're probably going to be running the ball late in the game. Justin Jackson may steal some shares, but Eckler should crush it. All right. Um, a couple other guys that I like here at running back. Obviously, Dalvin Cook is going to be – the chalk running back, I feel like, on just about every site. He's at 1.4x here going up against Atlanta. Is he a guy that we should be considering for cash games with the multiplier um, and the matchup? Uh, what's Sorry, let me look up his multiplier real quick. It's 1.4x. 1.4? T- you said David Johnson? I prefer David Johnson. Like, Cook's going to be – Chalk. So basically what happens on any smaller site or any site with less info out there, granted we're doing a show for this, but any site that doesn't have a drastic amount of info on other sites, people are going to immediately look to the chalk guys on other sites. DK, Dalvin Cook being the chalk guy over on FanDuel being the chalk guy. People are going to go just immediately form with his 1.4 multiplier. Same thing with Leonard Fournette at 1.45 multiplier. 
the perfect swap is down to DJ or down to Bell. Um, DJ, again, we don't know how he's going to look in this offense, but I'm guessing he's going to be heavily involved. He's going to be more involved in the receiving game. He has a chance of the 100-yard bonus, and he's got a 1.4x multiplier. With given straight-up points, David Johnson, 7.7K over on DK, and he's five, and Dalvin Cook's 5.7, I believe, if I remember correctly. So you're getting a huge amount more value with David Johnson over on Superdraft, and it's an easy way to leverage. Both these guys are fine. I slightly prefer DJ, but Dalvin Cook, you can use both of them. Both of them are great plays. All right, but in cash games, like I'm not looking to really pivot. Like I, I agree with you. I, I could see potentially using both of them in cash games. Um, would you prefer cooking cash over David Johnson, or you just want the leverage in general? Uh, I want the leverage, and I prefer David Johnson. We know how big his role is going to be in this offense. Like we don't know how well he's going to do, but we know that he's going to be heavily involved in the receiving game with a new uh, coach there. That's going to be running completely different offense McCoy was just the worst ever and I won't get into that giant tangent so David Johnson's the workhorse there he's priced at 7.7k over on DraftKings for a reason we've seen him priced at near 10k in the past he should be one of the top running backs in the league and you're actually getting a multiplier on him so yeah David Johnson's my guy and I don't know if I'm going to be using Dalvin Cook in cash at all on well, at least on super draft let me all right well that. we're gonna we're gonna put in we're gonna put in david johnson and cook um let's put both of them in because you prefer johnson i prefer cook in cash i think they're both phenomenal players at 1.4 um uh, you know really quick let's just go over the top guys um obviously mccaffrey 1x you're not getting any of that plus you're getting a downgrade on mccaffrey because it's a half point ppr he's probably somebody that like I would reserve for tournaments only in this format. Um, Barkley's 1.15x. Um, always a really solid play no matter what. Carson, I feel like, is a guy that I like on a lot of different sites in week one. Um, he's kind of a like a, kind of like a sneaky tournament play, I guess, uh, potentially here um, at 1.25. Um, and then we got Gurley, Chubb, and Henry at 1.3. Um out of those guys, is there anybody that you're kind of maybe avoiding? Um, McCaffrey, I'm avoiding. Zeke, I'm avoiding. Carson, I'm definitely avoiding at 1.25. The hype on him is just way too big, and he's still going to draw some ownership on this site. Henry, not using him. Gurley, I can see potentially as a good play. Like 1.3x, 1.35x multiplier. We know what his touchdown equity can be. There's a lot of uncertainty coming into him, but the upside's pretty big there. Him and Chubb can both get the 100-yard bonus. They can both get tons of touchdowns. In a half-point PPR league where there is a bonus for rushing 100 rushing yards, like we kind of go more towards rushing yards and receptions or more towards receiving yards and receptions over on DK. Over on FanDuel, we go more towards touchdown equity and rushing yards. So this is kind of a hybrid of the two where you're not getting full point PBR, but you are getting the rushing yard bonus. So you want a guy that's going to go for massive amounts of yards and massive amount of touchdowns. Gurley and Chubb fit that bill. They're a perfect spot for this. Both of them are drastically better than Carson. So don't play Carson. Don't play Henry. Probably don't play McCaffrey or Elliott because their ceiling's drastically limited. And not only that, like the ownership should still be there. People able to click you know, Mahomes and, and McCaffrey and, and Barkley all on the same team. Like, we're going to see builds like that. And, you know, there might be weeks that those obviously work. But, um, all right, going go, – switching over to watch. say something real quick. Like, just think about this from a logical standpoint. This isn't for you because you're smart and understand it. But everyone listening, 
McCaffrey, his best week of the season is probably going to be what? 30 points in this format? Yeah, probably. You know, that's probably on the highest side. We'd have to go back and look. It's really close to like Fandle scoring plus the bonuses, but <laughs> probably most weeks McCaffrey's probably going to go 20 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. You look at last season, he did have one 40 point outing went up against Seattle, but the rest of them were right around 25 to 30. So we got this week where he's a one X multiplier. Where are the odds that one of these other guys goes for 20 points? Very, very, very likely for net cook. David Johnson, Damien Williams, Le'Veon Bell, Chubb could all go for 30 points, which gives him an upside of 45. And McCaffrey just doesn't have that in his floor. Is, if he doesn't get a touchdown, his floor is just done for. Whereas if any of those guys don't get a touchdown or Devonta Freeman only goes for 70 yards and no touchdowns and four receptions for 30 yards, his floor is immediately like 18. So, yeah, that's just that's just my – well, no, and not only that though like if if McCaffrey scores 25 and and just say any of these like 1.75 plus guys find the end zone and rush for 100 yards they're gonna crush McCaffrey and which guys are gonna be higher owned is is Mark Ingram gonna be as high as owned as McCaffrey in this format where there's no salary of course not McCaffrey is going to have higher ownership so I I agree with you like McCaffrey in this format uh, you know, especially at one X, like for this week, probably not going to have a lot of them, if any. So, um, sure, certainly agree. And you know, chat chat is like CMC fade. Hmm. You know, we we pretty much pointed out why. Like, this is a completely different format. You have to you have to approach this site very differently, in my opinion, than you have vo- like approach a DraftKings or a FanDuel or Yahoo or Fantasy Draft. Um, like, you're approaching this site way different, right? Like, you're not approaching it the same way at all. Yeah, not even remotely close. Um, everything's entirely different and is going to be entirely different for my build. So I, I've already kind of looked at wide receiver a little bit um, last night, like I said. And there was one guy that already is standing out to me as one of my favorite plays already on the weekend, and it's D.D. Westbrook. He's 1.7x over there on Superdraft. He's getting in a matchup with Kansas City. And we know Nick Foles likes to lock in on wide receivers. It's not Blake Bortles throwing him the ball. Like, he's a guy that I really like. And, you know, DJ Moore, there's a there's a lot of guys in this 1.7 to 2x range that I like very much. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of guys in the 1.7 and above, more 1.5 and above range. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's an interesting little spot here at wide receiver because you don't really want – the one guy that I consider at the lower range is just because of his multiplier is going to be Tyreek Hill and maybe Keenan Allen with a 1.25 and 1.3 multiplier. When you get guys in that range who are super elite, they do offer enough upside to really get you there. Guys like Mike Evans or OBJ, just not going to happen at all. But you look at the higher range and it's going to be DD is one of the top options here. It's going to be Kenny Galladay. Uh, we remember what he was doing last year for the majority of the year and then Obviously, he got injured, and now he's back. It's a not a great matchup for him, but it's not terrible. 1.6x multiplier is pretty big. Calvin Ridley, if you want to take a shot, I don't think this is much of a cash game. But Calvin Ridley, potential for a big game here anytime. 1.9x multiplier. The cash game guys I'm looking at are going to be Chris Godwin, 1.55 multiplier. Yep. We're, we're just going to go ahead and put him in because that, that's, that's great value. 
Yeah, and Adam Thielen is my top guy. 1.5x multiplier. It's just yeah, we massive. Yeah, we as well. Yep, uh, going up against Atlanta. I like both those guys as well. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into some tournament builds and some game stacking and all that. I think that's going to obviously be very interesting. Um, but you mentioned Keenan Allen. I actually like Keenan Allen for cash. 1.3, no Melvin Gordon. We're probably going to get a lot of throwing in at least the first part of this game. I think Keenan Allen is pretty much the same as like a Mike Evans, a Diggs and stuff. And we're getting a little bit more of the multiplier on, on Allen than we are the other guys. And I will say, I think this is one of those sites where we could actually play wide receiver in the flex more than what we play wide receiver in the flex on maybe like a DraftKings, just because like, if you have a 1.9 or a 1.8 um, wide receiver go for 20, they're probably going to crush some of those running backs, um, you know, in the flex. Yeah. And it gives a little bit of an interesting view when it comes to stacking, um, stacking a QB with his first overall wide receiver, almost always a great idea over on DraftKings, over on FanDuel here. If you can get stack Matt Ryan with Calvin Ridley, and really goes for his two touchdown game and Ryan goes 400 yards and four touchdowns like stacking with Ridley and Hooper, both 1.9 X multipliers. If they get the majority of the target share in this game, which is very much possible, you shoot to the top of the leaderboards. All right. So far, Grant, we got Jared Goff, uh, DJ cook, Godwin, Thielen and Allen uh, moving over to tight end. And then we'll talk about a flex, how we want to approach flex and cash games. So tight end is a position I feel like you're going to get massive leverage on most weeks on this site because, you know, your Kittle, your Kelsey, always probably going to be 1x. Um, you know, even Kelsey in a tough matchup is 1.1. But, like, we get really good, you know, tight end type plays here with, like, O.J. Howard and Zach Ertz that are both 1.5x right off the bat we're getting nice leverage off of Kittle and Kelsey. I love Kittle this week. I think this is a great matchup and a great spot for George Kittle. But the fact that I'm getting one and a half X on probably the number three and number four tight ends in the league, right off the bat, like it, it seems like a spot we need to be looking at to attack. Yeah. OJ Howard, Zach Ertz, Ingram, Henry, like tight end such a volatile position. You can look, you can literally get three points from any of these random tight ends below that. So while I like to get 1.9 X and two X from a lot of my running backs and wide receivers and quarterbacks, tight ends, not quite there. You want a guy that's getting guaranteed target share, getting guaranteed workload and has potential for upside while getting a multiplier. I don't mind Travis Kelsey here. I really don't. He's a guy that can go for 20 points. He's so far above everyone else giving up 0.4 for a multiplier from the next set of guys it's not a bad idea but you really want to live in this 1.5 to 1.65 zone so howard Ertz, ingram henry all the potential for a 15 to 20 point game and kelsey obviously has a potential for a 30 point game that's why he's still in play but these guys like you're getting a floor because they have a guaranteed target share in their office especially Ertz, and you're getting a ceiling because they get into the end zone and have 100 yards break off one big run or one big catch, and boom, they're already at value at the ceiling of Kelsey or Kittle, pretty much. So tight end's a position that I'm kind of hoping that we see after this week one slate, we see super draft maybe in week two. 
kind of shrink the difference between like Kelsey and Howard and Ertz and Ingram and Henry. Like, let's make it a little bit because the gap in week one, like, there's no doubt about it. I'm going to live in that Howard, Ertz, Ingram, Henry. Those four guys are the four guys that I'm going to be using here. Again, I'm with you. I don't agree. I don't disagree with you on Kelsey. I can play Kelsey or Kittle in any matchup, but I don't see myself even attacking some of these punt 2K type tight ends here because this Ertz Howard range is just so strong. Um, which of these guys do we want to play in cash games is the question. I'd go with Ertz. Like, I know Ertz might be in for a little bit less of a target share, but he was the most consistent of those guys. And the one that was almost every week priced at around the 6K range over on DraftKings. That's the reason. You know that he's getting a guaranteed target share. While O.J. Howard has the ability to stretch the field and is probably a better tournament play, Hunter Henry has more touchdown equity, but Mike Williams and Keenan Allen realistically could take away from that. So you're going to need a large, large game from him. He's more someone to want to – pair of if I'm going to play Rivers in that offense I'm going to throw in Mike Williams too um, or even Keenan Allen in the same lineup and do a full stack with Rivers and so I, I think it's just Ertz like or if you're going to go absolutely ballsy and play Eli in your lineup I don't mind Ingram but for cash it's absolutely either Ertz or Travis Kelsey yeah it's Ertz for me like I'll take the point four multiplier between the two and if they both score touchdowns, I'm likely going to be better off with Ertz. So I like the one and a half multiplier on Ertz. Um, the interesting thing too, like, you know, we talk about running back in the flex all the time, like with Howard and these guys where they're at, like tight end wise, they're interesting flex plays too. So it wouldn't, I wouldn't shock me if like we see like a, a double tight end team win, if we get one or two touchdowns here from one of these tight ends. I mean, the problem, in a cash type build we typically like to go running back to get the floor is, is that what you're planning on doing here for the flex position on this site is going running back to get the floor um going running back to get the floor yeah i mean it, it's it's going to depend on every single week if there is a wide receiver like if we didn't already have if we had more options to just the three wide receivers we have then yeah it's fine i would probably go with a wide receiver but this week, there's more than enough viable running back options that are going to get the lion's share, be the workhorse in their lineup. So going with a guy like Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette, who are still getting decent multipliers and getting a ton of workload, I think those are who you're looking at for tournaments. Um, as far as cash games, what are your thoughts on using Mark Ingram as a flex? 
no problem with that at all. We know he's going to get some work. They are going to be ahead in the game, so they're probably going to be running the ball later on. Mark Ingram is probably going to be the workhorse back in the red zone. So you have the potential touchdown upside in a site that's not full point PPR. 1.9x multiplier is massive. Mark Ingram is probably one of the best options for flex. Yeah, and you were talking about like potentially not playing Dalvin Cook in cash, and I, I get that. Um, but Mark Ingram would be one of the guys that I'd be playing cash games over on Super Draft. With a lead, we know he's the red zone guy. Hill's probably going to get some work. I don't think it's going to be 100% Mark Ingram, but I think he outsnaps him by quite a few. I think it would be like a 65-35. We know Baltimore wants to run the ball. They want to move fast. I, I think that Mark Ingram is certainly a guy you're looking at here. Um, that's 1.9x for Mark Ingram against Miami. Seems like a really good spot to attack. So first draft cash lineup, I don't hate it. I really like Jared Goff. Uh, he's probably the guy that I'll end up using in cash over there. I don't really need to change my mind too much. I'm getting a guy with a high floor that has 2x. Um, running backs, I'm still kind of undecided. I do like the Chris Godwin and Thielen and Allen wide receiver combo. And Ertz is probably going to be my cash tight end um, over there. So I like I like where we're at, like first type build together on this on this team for sure. Yeah, right there with you. All right, let's clear to make a tournament team. Um, we like to stack in tournaments. You know, is there a game that is really staying out to you um, that you're wanting to potentially stack this week? Um, on Superdraft, it's yeah. going to be Minnesota. Minnesota right. versus Atlanta. So, Kirk Cousins, 1.65 multiplier. Not the best, but not bad by any means. So, you throw in Cousins, you throw in Thielen with a 1.5x multiplier. And I believe that Diggs has a 1.5x multiplier. If I yeah, he's 1.1. Oh, all right. So that makes it a little bit tougher here, but you don't need to necessarily do full stacks. So we throw in Thielen, we throw in Cousins, and we got our QB in running back. We can throw in Dalvin Cook here. And then over on the other side with Atlanta, Ridley, um, if, what's his name? Uh, Matt Ryan is going to be going off. Then we throw in Ridley on the other side, and I believe that Hooper has a pretty darn big multiplier. So we can do a full game stack here. Hooper 1.95 multiplier. Either one of those guys can go for a touchdown and a decent amount of yards. A lot of guys are really high on Hooper this year. Could potentially be in for a whole lot higher workload. Just by not playing Julio Jones, which most people are going to be playing in their stacks, you get a big leverage play. Yeah, obviously, I think um, Ridley over Julio makes a ton of sense for tournaments because of Calvin Ridley. If they both catch one touchdown and they're both close to 100 yards, Ridley is 1.9x where Julio is 1x. So uh, obviously that makes a huge difference. And like FanDuel, Superdraft is you know very touchdown dependent with only a half point per catch. So let's finish out this stack. Um, we need a running back. What are we looking at? Um, where, where are you thinking here on running back to be kind of different? I mean – we can round out the stack even more. Look up Devontae Freeman, 1.9x multiplier. This game goes off. You now have massive leverage on the field. All right, so we got Cousins, Freeman, Cook, Ridley, Thielen with Hooper at tight end. We need a wide receiver and a flex play. Um, would you look for a game stack just to finish it off uh, from another game, like a two-man, or are you just wanting high upside plays to finish off your stack? I mean, there's no re reason to go double – double game stack so 
what you do here is I think you take a high upside play, which would be either Godwin with his 1.55x multiplier, or you go with Christian Kirk with his 1.65x multiplier. Both those guys have big playability, so we know that their ceiling is massive. You're looking for high upside, and those guys provide it. All right, we'll take Kirk. Why not? Um, give me give me a flex play that you're looking at here, Grant, to finish off your stack. No, let's just go Godwin then. All right. So much easier just to click on the games to get to the players <laughs> than it is to try to find them without the pricing. Well, just type them. Type them in. Yeah, I guess I could have done that too. Um, so we got <laughs> Cousins, Freeman, Cook, Ridley, Thielen, Kirk, Hooper, and Godwin. So you got your wanting a shootout in Minnesota game with Kirk and Godwin, two wide receiver twos. Um, potentially Kirk is a wide receiver one. Um, I don't think he's a wide receiver one until Fitz retires just because I can't call Fitz a wide receiver two. But Kirk is probably your wide receiver one there. But Godwin – Godwin has so much upside this year. I know he's he's preseason hype on Godwin is insane, but you know we'll we'll see what type of ownership he gets. So I like the stack. If this game goes off, you you need this game to go off though because you're playing a lot of pieces from this game. I mean, even the game doesn't go off terribly. Matt Ryan has a 350 yard two touchdown game. It's conceivable that Ridley and Hooper both end up with seven receptions six receptions and still have a good enough game to salvage you and get you into the men cash. All right. Um, game stack that I like that a lot of people are going to like this week is San Francisco at Tampa Bay. Um, I think that's a game that could absolutely shoot out. The weather's looking a lot better now that this hurricane's kind of passed through. I'm going to go with Jimmy G here at quarterback grant. He's a 1.6 X where Winston's a 1.35. And then at running back, I don't really love the running backs in this game, but there's one guy that stands out to me, and that's Coleman. He's 1.75x multiplier. So if he if he finds the paint, like obviously that's going to be solid. I'm going to leave a running back position open. We're going to go with your boy Godwin, um, and then we're going to go double tight ends with Kittle and um, Howard. Um, which don't I don't like love. that. I know you don't love that, but that, that's. That's what I was – this is the stack that I like on Fantasy Draft where you can play multiple tight ends as well, DraftKings. Like, I know you don't like the the Kittle pick. And I guess we – let's – all right, let's see what it looks like if we take Kittle out and we add Howard. If we're going to do that, we need to add a wide receiver for San Francisco. Um, will we go Pettis or Godwin? Which one do you like more? Probably Godwin, big playability. But honestly, you can throw in both 1.6x multiplier and 1.75 multiplier. If you're throwing Jimmy G and you have to assume he's in for a big day, like if we're getting him at one only a 1.6x multiplier, he has to have a big day. If he has a big day, two of these wide receivers are going to have big days. It's literally almost impossible unless Kittle goes for 200 yards. So if you want to have Jimmy G have a big day, you want Pettis and probably Godwin in the lineup, but you can just go with one if you want. For the sake of building this team, I'm going to go with one. Um, we'll take Godwin, the 1.75x. So we have a running back, a wide receiver, and a flex position open here. Um, let's let's kind of scroll down at running back a little bit, and let's try to get some high multipliers with this team just to be a little different than what we've done so far. 
You mentioned Austin Eckler at 1.75. Is he somebody we would be considering for like a, a tournament play? Yeah, I mean, you want upside. Eckler has 100-yard, three-touchdown potential upside. People forget that while Melvin Gordon was fantastic in the red zone last year, Eckler in the early on points of the season and slightly later on in the season, he was pretty good in the red zone here. So he can receive the ball in the red zone, which they like to pass quite a bit. He can do some work. He can end up with multiple touchdowns. I believe he did it last year against Oakland with only six touches, had seven touchdowns or two touchdowns on six or seven touches. So he's a guy that definitely has some upside, can do it both in the receiving and the rushing game, has potential for five to six receptions here. So a 1.75 multiplier, that's massive upside. All right, so let's take Eckler as our RB2. Um, let's scroll down on wide receiver a little bit too. Um, accidentally click Marvin Jones. Is there somebody that is standing out to you here, you know, 1.75 plus that we haven't talked about yet? It's tough. Is Shepard playing this week? I probably should have. I think, why wouldn't he be playing? I know he had that thumb injury and he was held out most of the preseason, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be ready. So who's Eli going to throw to? Ingram, Shepard, end of list. Barkley. So Shepard at 1.95 X multiplier here. You look at his stats during last season and he had some 16 point games, some 20 point games, like at a two X multiplier, if he has a game like he did against, I think it was, a, I think it was Atlanta last year where he had um, 160 yards. Like it's easily possible here. That's 20 points right there off of five receptions. If Eli is going to get a whole bunch of yards, which he's, mostly a quarterback that can't throw down the field. So Shepard has the potential to rack up yards and receptions, which at a two X multiplier, you're essentially getting full point PPR. There. Yeah. And Tate's suspended. So um, everything I've seen so far is Shepard's going to play. So let's throw him in there. I like that one. 1.95. If he scores a touchdown and is close to a hundred yards or something like, you know, there's, there's good upside there. You know, like I said, I'm going to probably, sometime now between now and Sunday go game by game on this to, you know, really see if we're missing two X guys, but I'm guessing we're missing some guys because, you know, I missed Jared Goff on my, my first look here. Um, let's continue with this multiplier grant. You know, we have, we have two 1.75 guys with our stack. Let's, let's go for one more 1.75 plus type multiplier guy for our flex play. Um, Again, we could go Mark Ingram. We've already kind of talked about him. I think like he's obviously a high upside play. Is there somebody else um, that's potentially standing out to you here? Deshaun Jackson, 1.95. You know, Calvin Ridley would be another guy you could potentially look at in this in this build. Um, Curtis I Samuel. Like, yeah, there's a there's a bunch down here actually. I like the DeJon, DeJon Jackson play. He's he's always a guy that has many, many upside. Um, many, much upside. I'm just Many upsides. He has many, many upsides. Many upside. Many upsides. See, that's what happens when I take a morning grind off. I'm just like, you know, I'm not in the groove yet. This is my first show of the day. Usually it's my second or third. That's true. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it open. We'll let you decide what you want to do here. Like, I personally probably would go Mark Ingram or Calvin Ridley here because I think both those guys have a ton of upside. Um, 
you want to build let's build another one we have time to maybe build one more more tournament lineup let's not do a stack here you know obviously we're going to potentially do a stack but let's see if we can build one out of only 1.7x multipliers or more i like that idea like do we start with jared goff then like <laughs> i mean he's going to be highly owned let's start with matthew stafford all right I'm, i'll be down with that let's start with stafford see i typed it in that time granny you proud um like ingram would probably be one of the running backs right i think we go ingram tevin coleman uh 1.75x multiplier there it's not the worst play in the world i like both those guys all right what are we doing at running or wide receiver wide receiver 1.7 plus yeah 1.7 plus so we can go db yeah, I was going to say, that's why I was asking where you wanted to make the line at. DD is obviously a good play. Yeah, we can go Ridley, and we can go Shepard. Uh, all right. Tight end is a position, like, as much as we want that 1.75, is is that a position you really risk going 1.75 instead Austin of going Hooper. Like, oh, your boy. Yeah, buddy. It's crazy how easy these come together when you're even trying to max your multipliers. Um, flex is where it gets fun, right? Like, you know, again, I think you could potentially look at like an Eckler, right? At 1.75. We don't already have them in our lap. That makes it real easy. <laughs> like, all right. So Grant, like looking at this team that we just built here, we have Stafford, Ingram, Coleman, Westbrook, Ridley, Shepard, Hooper, Eckler. It's not a stack, but man, it's it's really strong. Like when you look at the the multipliers, like you know, there's still a lot of upside. Is this maybe potentially a site where stacks don't win as much? Uh, it depends on the week. It depends on the week. It depends uh, on yeah, the stack. Yeah, obviously, for sure. People are people are going to try and stack. That's what people do. So, for instance, not to insult you because I would never do that, but stacking Jimmy G. People are going to immediately throw kettle in. Immediately lowers your upside. So stacking that way is just not smart. People are going to stack Matt Ryan. They're going to throw Julio Jones in. Immediately lowers their upside. So, but you get stacks like, um, I should double check on this, but let's just look at one here, for instance. We have stacks like the Rams. You can get Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks with Jared Goff, 1.45 and 1.5x multipliers. That's a valid stack there. Atlanta, you go Ridley, you go Hooper. That's a valid stack there. You go any one of these stacks, like you don't know exactly week to week if you're going to be able to do it, but you have to kind of play it by ear. You go with an off the board stack with like Eli Manning, Ingram, and Shepard. Eli Manning, for the first time in as long as I can remember, has a big game then you just absolutely destroy. I mean, think of what he did against Atlanta last year in that type of matchup where he put up 400 yards, puts up 400 yards. Shepard went for 25. Ingram, I think, went for 15. Just massive games for both of them, and he didn't even end up with a pet. I think he had one touchdown in that game. So this can happen any given week. It's more about finding the stacks rather than just stacking for the heck of it. Yeah. Listen, I don't disagree with you. Like, obviously, leverage. There's automatic leverage when you don't stack a quarterback with their top option on this site. Like, top instant leverage, right? Like, that's you know, 
essentially what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, much. Um, We still have some time. Like, we have about 10 more minutes. Um, If you guys have some QQs, QQs. Yeah, if you have any questions um, potentially about Super Draft, let us know. Um, Maybe we take this time to go over the scoring. Let's do that maybe really quick. Like, I I looked over it last night. Um, Everything seems pretty normal. Um, It's FanDuel plus bonuses is what it is. Right. So, you know, the bonuses are two points um, for a 100-yard rush bonus, 100-yard receiving bonus, um, which is four catches and four or four receptions, if you think about it. It's actually the bonus is, you know, super solid. Uh, 300 yards passing, which could be huge. Jared Goff throws for 300 yards. It's four points. Like, it's that easy. Like, boom, you know, being 2x multipliers. So, you know, that's huge. How long should I hold on to Melvin Gordon for in a 10-team PPR? Half point it depends. PPR. Did you draft him in the first round before his holdout? Because if so, hold on to the entire season because you're screwed regardless. If you got him in the third to fifth round, see what you can actually get for him. So he could potentially be traded to a team that will actually use him. And if you have a solid enough team around you, you can make it into the playoffs. Plus, check to see your league. If you're in a 10-person league or 12-person league that has eight people going to the playoffs, then you can hold on to him for the majority of the season, get him for the second half, and still make it into the playoffs so you have solid enough running back depth. Um, all right, Chad, I'm putting you I'm putting you on the spot, Chad. Give us a game you want us to stack. We'll stack any game with guys that you guys want us to do. We'll build another lineup here before we get out of here. Um, we don't have a ton of questions, so we can obviously keep making lineups. Um, Give us the first person in chat that responds with a with a with a game. We'll we'll try to stack it up as best as we can. Because it's Exciting. football and anything can happen. Anything can happen. Ryan Fitzpatrick can go for five hundred yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, don't We've hate seen on my happen on week one before. Why are you hating on my quarterback, man? Okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick's my favorite quarterback in the league. Philly Washington is what the one we're stacking. This is going to be fun. Philly, Washington. All right. Um, do you take Keenum at 2X or do you take Wentz at 1.5? So this is where you look into this game more. So we know those things. Let's go to wide receiver and tight end first. At wide receiver, we got Jackson, we got Aguilar, we got Jeffrey, and then at tight end, we have Ertz. So we have four valid options for Wentz. For Keenum, what options do we have? that are good <laughs> maybe jordan reed <laughs> so we can get a 2x multiplier for expecting him to go off if we're stacking this game up we want to have case keenum we want to have reed and crowder's not even on the team anymore is he who's the number one i have not looked into washington because it's such trash but this is one of the few websites where it's actually viable to take him um is richardson their number one guy yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Um, I haven't looked into that. I'm look. I'm actually pulling it up right now. Yeah, I mean, so if you're Paul expecting Richardson and Trey Quinn, are there one and two? So if you actually think that Case Keenum can put up a big game, which Case Keenum, we saw what he could do with the Vikings. This is a different offense, but they actually have a decent offensive coordinator. They're not going to run the ball repeatedly. Keenum has the ability to air it out. He has big arm he may throw three interceptions but he may end up with 350 yards 
the possibility of that happening is slim, but at a 2x multiplier, he gets a 300, 350 yard bonus, whichever one it is. He's going to have Richardson, Quinn probably putting up massive games. So if we put Richardson and Quinn, all we need is 10 points out of them. That's literally 10 to 15 points out of them gets you enough upside. All right. So going back to the the Philly side of things, um, which wide receiver do you want to play here? I think that it's either Jackson or Aguilar. Aguilar obviously has some, he's a decent slot wide receiver. He has some touchdown equity, but I don't even necessarily think that you need to roll with a wide receiver. You can strictly go with Ertz in there. Assume that he's going to get the biggest target share. And if you really want to do double tight end, do Ertz and Goder. There's always a chance that we have a potential situation with these two very good tight ends that we had over in New England six years ago with Aaron Hernandez and Gronk, where he mostly just ran two tight end sets and just passed to his tight ends a ton. So you're getting a 2x multiplier on that guy. I think you can get roll with any two of those five targets will work. And you can mix and match them any way you want because they're all viable options with their multipliers. All right, for the for the sake of the show and for the sake of the build, let's go let's go full on multiplier here. We're gonna go Keenum, Richardson, Quinn, Deshaun Jackson, Ertz. We have two running back spots and a flex open. So honestly, like if Case Keenum, if this game stays close, you know, it has a forty five and a half implied total. Um they're at they're at like right at eighteen, they're at seventeen point seven five, whatever it is. Like if you get if you get two touchdowns from Keenum and you get them both to Quinn and Richardson, like they're both two X, they're two, like get three two X guys. Like this is the potential site that like you know we're, people in chat were saying ill and you know lol and they're joking and all, but this is the potential site where it could really pay off if Keenum throws two touchdowns and you know you get both touchdowns. Yeah, that two X value, man. You know, seventy yards and. And a touchdown plus some catches, like you're on your way to 25 to 30 points because of the 2x multiplier. Problem we need him is, literally to do half as well as Mahomes. Half as well as Mahomes. And if he does half as well as Mahomes, then guess what? All of his wide receivers crush. Um, what would you do at running back with this team? Would you go floor or would you just continue the whole let's just go multiplier upside? I think you go moderate floor ceiling. Um so you go with guy. Don't go with guys like Zeke or McCaffrey. Like you can maybe go Barkley just because it's one point one five x multiplier. But I think you go with guys in the mid range: Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. All right, I put in David Johnson and Bell, um, and then we got our flex. And I feel like maybe you just go like a Fournette at flex too. Um, get three really solid running backs and. If you're looking at this, like, you know, you get your three running backs and they all get you 25 to 35. Um, you know, if, the, if, if, if this game even remotely gets, if you get the, the remote here uh, on this game getting, you know, any type of game stack working, like, you know, it's, it's obviously has the potential. Like, Washington's projected for two touchdowns, Grant. Yeah. Yeah, they're projected for two touchdowns, and they're probably going to be throwing later on in the game. So the chance of one or two of their wide receivers getting over 100 yards is not out of the realm of possibilities, and they all have 2x – literally all of them have 2x multipliers. Case Keenum can throw three interceptions, two touchdowns, 350 yards in this game. 
And that means that his wide receiver is crushed for the 2x multiplier. The other thing that I think you could potentially look at if you're wanting to stack this game, which probably nobody is, um, is taking out a Quinn or a Richardson and adding a Geis. Geis is 1.7x. Um, you know, we, we've heard a lot of talk about Geis is going to be the workload guy. They, this, that's the reason they drafted him and all that stuff has come out this week. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's encouraging. So, like, I don't even hate, you know, potentially using a Geis in there instead of going two wide receivers and just trying to get all the touchdown equity on this, this stack. Yeah. Um, all right. We have two minutes, Grant. We have two minutes to build a Dallas Giants game stack. Two minutes. <laughs> Full on New York onslaught here, which is disgusting to say, but. Eli Manning at 1.8. Eli Manning, Shepard, Ingram. You need all three of them. All right. But and there's a game that you can't really game stack. Elliott's at a 1x multiplier. Cooper's at a 1x multiplier. They're immediately off the board. So if you want to bring it back with someone, Gallup, who has cost me so much money in my day, would probably be the guy. I guess. Like, this game stack stinks. Let's just say yeah, It's not it a game is. stack. New York's a great team stack, but it's not a game stack. Yeah. Like, New York makes sense as a stack. You know, but it's just not a game that I'd stack just as a full game stack. Like, I could see a New York stack working just because of the multipliers. Um, you know, Barkley, I don't know if I'd include Barkley in my stack, but, like, even if you take Shepard out or Ingram out and you add Barkley and you try to get, you know, if they have three touchdowns and you get all three touchdowns, like, you know, I think that the New York side looks a lot more – but – Here's the thing, like if Zeke didn't sign, then obviously the game stack would have been a lot easier to make. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up. We got shows coming up um after us and bases ball. Bases ball. You like the bases balls today? I, I did the morning grind last night because someone lives in a state that may have not have had electricity last night. Yeah, we had 60 mile an hour winds. Luckily, nothing too crazy yeah. and all that stuff. But Yeah, your house okay? Everything good? Yeah, yeah, a little bit of damage, but nothing too bad. Um, we do have a 5 o'clock Eastern MLB show with Pepsi and Dean. Sorry, I, I know you go for me and Grant. You got to go talk Pepsi. And- <laughs> oh, I feel bad for you guys. And then we got Crunch Time with Kevin Roth and that Derek Cardi guy. Um, Grant, it's been fun, man. I'm looking forward to these shows every Wednesday building um lineups with you guys over on super draft we'll have a lot better idea next week week two of just how this is going to work but honestly i knew exactly how it works immediately yeah like honestly (laughs) i feel like there's a huge edge already like this is going to be one of those sites that i'm really going to enjoy building lineups so if you haven't checked them out superdraft.io promo code grinders that we get the ten dollar deposit bonus so check them out He is Genie for 07. I am Stevie TPFL. Good luck, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you.